Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. Welcome back, everybody, to Modern Business Podcast. Uh, thank you guys all so much for hopping on here once again. I am, again, unfortunately, without my esteemed co-host and founder of Modern Business, uh, Mr. Ryan Hicks. Uh, so you guys are stuck with me again today, uh, but really happy to be bringing you another great episode of Emerging and Essential. Uh, as we've kind of spoken about earlier, this in this entire series was kind of prompted off of the idea of Ryan and I feeling like that number one, we wanted to highlight more emerging brands in the franchise space. And, you know, due to our connection with franchisors.com and in Springboard in particular, we really felt that that was important for us to do. Um, but additionally, um, and I think that COVID kind of rushed this upon us was the idea of bringing to light more pandemic slash essential brands uh, in the franchise space. And this next guest um, is no exception to that. Um, for the folks who have listened before, um, this is going to be a brief little introduction to the brand, and then we're really going to go into why this brand is really, honestly, kicking butt throughout all of COVID amidst all of this uncertainty that we have these days. So really, really excited to bring on this next guest. Now, we do have a couple pieces of housekeeping before we get into the nitty-gritty here. Uh, number one, again, I would like to take this opportunity to remind folks that we do have um, the franchisors.com springboard influencer series uh, that we're doing every Thursday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, Central Time, excuse me. I just had to make sure I was right on that. Uh, but in addition to that, um, we are also um, on franchisors.com running a franchise switchboard. So for folks who have been displaced uh, by COVID-19 or for folks who are looking to post some jobs and to hire up some people, uh, it's a really great resource for people that we're running for free, uh, just to try and connect to as many people as possible through all of the through all of the craziness that we have uh, all been going through in the past couple months. Uh, the last thing I wanted to call out for you guys, and I haven't done this quite yet, but I think it is really important for you guys to check out um, a very good friend and fellow podcaster uh, and friend of the podcast more than anything else, uh, Eric Van Horn, um, is actually running something called the Franchisee. Uh, the franchising mastermind group. And uh, I can also always send over some information and we can link it into the bio of this so you guys can learn more. But some really awesome, uh, some really awesome folks that Eric has in that group that will allow some franchisees that are listening in on here to really learn a little bit more from their peers that from all different types of folks within the franchise space. And Eric himself is not only a franchise broker, but also the, but also a franchisee many, many, many times over. So he is a fantastic resource. And, uh, and the one person that is really involved in this group that I think you guys would be very interested to hear from is one of our former guests of the Spring Border Influencer Series, uh, Bedros Koulian, the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. So lots of really great stuff there. If you have questions, please reach out to Eric directly on LinkedIn, or you can always uh, hit Ryan and I up as well, and we're more than happy to connect you all. But uh, really happy to get to our next episode today, folks. Uh, this is exciting for me. I know that this space is, you know, unfortunately really um, pretty fragmented. There really isn't anybody who's really made the charge. And then all of a sudden I found this brand that was, uh, that, that's really been, you know, making some noise in this, in not only this their particular space, but also in the franchise space in general. I've been beginning to see them more and more. And I was really interested to have him come on and 
talk a little bit more with you all. And so uh, I'm really happy to introduce to the to introduce uh, Jason Revere uh, of Honest Abe Roofing, uh, the VP of Franchising on the podcast. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. I have one question for you before we before we get started with, with the questions Please. for me. Where's your co-host? Yeah, my co-host. Yeah, he likes to he, he likes to kind of drift in and out as he sees fit. No, I'm kidding. It's it's mostly for him. He typically takes over, you know, certain podcasts, and I do certain podcasts. We we source based off of who we are interested in talking to, and you know, I've mainly been running the Emerging and Essential series, and sometimes he likes to drop in as a as a guest host every once in a while on this. But this is uh, but he's kind of let me have my have my little thing for for, for some reason. Yeah. He trusts me enough without babysitting me, so it's always good. But uh, but, but you're stuck with me, unfortunately. Fair enough. I I didn't make the cut then, huh? <laughs> no, well, look. I mean, I don't even make the cut most of the time, so believe me when I tell you that uh, I, I I wouldn't feel too bad about it. But but look, I'm really happy to have you on the podcast. This will be really great. And you know, I've uh, you guys have really kind of burst onto the scene in the past year or two. And you know, I'd love to just start with you know what the founding story is and how it all got started, and then really how you got involved in it too would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I can run you through that. I'll give you our our uh, 60 minute story. I'm kidding. It's not going to take me that long. No, so our <laughs> our company started in a, a little town of West Central Indiana called Terre Haute, which is uh, two words: Terra uh, meaning meaning uh, meaning ground, and Haute meaning high. You've heard of Haute Couture. We're Haute Dirt, and uh, so mm-hmm. uh, that is that's where we're where we're located. We began in 2007, as I said, with uh, Kevin Newton. He's the founding uh, father of our company. And uh, he began this company really with with the idea of franchising in mind and wanted to uh, basically from day one really poise himself for the the journey towards becoming a franchise uh, himself, a franchisor. And uh, because, as you mentioned earlier, the fact that it is a very fragmented uh, and, and, and broken industry itself where there's when there's varying, you know, groups of roofing companies of different sizes all over the country, and, and no real, no real clear market leader in any in any, you know, individual pocket, you'll probably find one or two uh, roofing companies in any little area of the country that are that do a really good job. But uh, there's none on a national level, and so he he saw that early on in 2007, thinking, you know what, uh, if if nobody else has wa- wanted to take that national you know, spotlight, it's going to be me. But he began like, like every uh, good entrepreneur does small, right? I mean, you're, you're not born fully formed. You're, you're born an infant, you're born a baby and nothing is different about the business world. So he began like uh, all roofers do by basically just going door to door and offering roofing services all the while, you know, beginning to develop not only the branding and the, you know, concepts and the unique selling propositions and, and all of that stuff, but the systems that go in, in place to have a uh, scalable business that, that runs, you know, independent of the owner's abilities. And, and mm-hmm. that takes some time, you know, so it, it, it went from 2007 to about 2012, 2013 before the, you know, the, the systems were fully in place to essentially run on autopilot and and you probably know this and i'm sure your listeners do as well autopilot does not mean you don't do anything it just means Mm -hmm. that you can let your hand off of the the wheel or the yoke in the airplane case 
and monitor the systems. And so as long as, as long as the key performance indicators are being hit, you're good. And so that's where, that's where he took that business. Uh, it all started really with, you know, obviously the name of the company is where you start. You know, when you, when you have a baby, you got to name your baby something. And so, uh, the baby's name is Honest Abe Roofing for those listeners who are just tuning in. Uh, and so most people want to know kind of what, what the story is, uh, with that name. And so you, when you name a company, you should always, always look at what your industry is and what the consumers of that industry think of the industry. And unfortunately for our industry, the roofing industry, it's dominated by what we affectionately refer to as Chuck in a truck and or Stan in a van or Sam the shabby shingler. I'm sure you've heard of all of these people. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, Chuck, Chuck in a truck is, is what they call us, you know, as roofing, roofing companies. And so that's not a really positive image, right? I mean, you're, you're picturing, I'm sure you're picturing this right now, uh, you know, Chuck, dirty Chuck, he's, uh, you know, sh- no shirt. A lot of times you've probably seen roofers, no shirt, right? Uh-huh. Uh, hat backwards, <laughs> stringy hair, smoking what we can only hope is a cigarette. And uh-huh. this is unfortunately what our industry is, is uh, delivered to our consumers. And so when you name a company, uh, you got to look at what, maybe some of the negatives are that, that a uh, consumer would have of the industry. And so, you know, honest Abe really came out of that, you know, Abraham Lincoln, he's viewed as excellent. Uh, he's got integrity. He's got morals. He's, he's uh, always going to do the right thing. He's always going to make the right choice, right? He's always he's going to do what's good for America and for you and your roof. And so by aligning ourselves with somebody who has the same kind of values we have, uh, we were really able to, uh, grow and have market share quickly. Um, funny story is that when Kevin launched this business in 2007, he would just go door to door and he'd have, you know, the logo on his shirt and, uh, you know, to see the logo, go to honestabroofing.com or uh, roofingfranchise.com. Either one will, will get you to the, you know, see the logo for those of you who are listening. Uh, but uh, he went around knocking on doors and everybody thought he was already a franchise at that time. And ah. uh, that's when you know you got a good brand. When people think you're a franchise and you're the only brand, you're the only one, and you're the originator, that's pretty cool. And so that's kind of the, the founding story, of, you know, the Reader's Digest version of the founding story. No, I would agree. I think that that's honestly, that, that, that's, that's an interesting story too. Is I, I would agree with that sentiment that when people think you're a franchise, you certainly become one. And, you know, I'm how did you get involved in all of this? I think that it's uh, that the vision sounds like one that makes a lot of sense. I think that there are a lot of industries that you know are primed for disruption, where they're kind of as you affectionately referred to it as the chuck in a truck. You know, how did you get involved mm-hmm. in all in, in all of this? Yep. So uh, I have no roofing background uh, whatsoever. I am not even. Uh, from the roofing industry, but what I what I am from is uh, the business industry and from uh, the marketing uh, industry. And so I had been dealing with Kevin for a period of years and years, really. I think since about 2008, 2009. Uh, and so I, I always uh, had a really great relationship with him, and he and I uh, have very similar traits, and I think we complement one another pretty well. And so we've always always had a great relationship. Well, I knew you know, he voiced his, his desire to franchise this business. And I have always 
uh, been a big fan of the franchise, you know, the franchise industry. And I, I, I've said this in interviews before, I'll say it again. Uh, I believe it's the most altruistic way that you can grow a business is to franchise your own business because uh, I'm not a roofer, as I mentioned. I am not an auto mechanic. I'm not a, you know, uh, a chiropractor. I'm not a plumber. I'm not a garage door expert. So if I wanted to own a garage door company or a chiropractic company, I'd have to own a franchise because that would give me the tools necessary to hire the people that are a chiropractor or a garage door expert. And I could really, uh, you know, take the experience from the franchisor and, and stand on the shoulder of giants as the saying goes and, and you'll be able to build a business in an industry that otherwise I would be unable to. And so I've always loved that. I was always told my wife, like, wow, what a really cool thing. I love franchising. I just think it's a really neat thing. You know, even when I was a, you know, snot nosed idiot college kid who didn't have two nickels to rub together, nor uh, had any interest in even earning those two nickels, which to rub together. Uh, I believed that that was a really cool thing. And I, and, and as I matured and became a non-snot-nosed child and had more than a couple, you know, no, I had three nickels to rub together now. So I began really looking at, at the franchise world. And I just loved that he was that he was talking this way and, and wanted to franchise his business. So I obviously stayed very, very close with him. And, and I had been doing a lot of uh, consulting with him and spent a lot of time with him and in the marketing world uh, of the company. And uh, as it got closer, as, as the the systems became more fully formed and we became closer to uh, launching the franchise brand. I made, you know, I had to make a choice. I, I started a business, a marketing company, and uh, we sold jingles and, and things of that nature and did some, you know, Facebook marketing and uh, other digital marketing. And I, I had to make the choice really to, to go down that path and grow that thing or, you know, jump in with both feet and, and grow the franchise system. And I chose wisely. I chose to do the, the franchise thing. And I'm glad that I did because uh, it's been a, it's been hard. It's been much harder than anybody would have even probably ever even imagined. And so that would always be my advice to anybody who's considering franchising their business. Uh, hold on because it's going to be a heck of a lot harder than you imagine it's going to be, but keep driving because it's going to be even that much more rewarding uh, when you, when you accomplish uh, uh, some of the, you know, milestones that we've been able to accomplish and uh, you get to see some of the franchisees really grow. And, you know, when you, when you get to see somebody go from you know, never having any business experience to having, you know, a multi-million dollar business, it's really an, an exciting thing to be a part of. So sure. I'm glad I did, but you know, Kevin had said to me, it's, we're ready. So I jumped on board and uh, that was in 2000, late 2017. And uh, you know, when you file all your paperwork and get all that crap put together uh, uh, to, to, be crass about it, I guess, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into to forming a franchise. You got, you know, endless conversations with lawyers who keep telling you, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. And you're like, I want to do this and that, and so, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we jokingly call, call ourselves the, the gunslinging cowboys of the uh, franchise industry. And so we're constantly pushing the envelope, uh, you know, uh, but we, we have great lawyers that keep us reined in and, and we love our, love our attorney. Hi, Mark, if you're listening, uh, we're not doing anything wrong. I promise <laughs> he's, he's always there to make sure that we're on the straight and narrow, but, 
anyway, when you're gunslinging cowboys, you know, it's kind of a, a joke noise that we, we make mm-hmm. when we make any decisions. But uh, no, that's uh, that's how I uh, that's how I got involved um, with with the company and, and began growing this. And and uh, you know, I've been here since its inception. Uh, and we we launched as a franchise, as I mentioned, in late 2017, and really began in earnest. Uh, uh, you know, pursuing franchise prospects in early 2018. We didn't really do much at the end of 2017. We just didn't really, you know, we had a lot going on. We were trying to run the run the other company. We started like three or four other companies in that time frame as well. So uh, all of which we plan on franchising. But so we kind of pushed pause on the franchise development side of things until about February when we really began in earnest, February 2018. Signed our first franchise in April, whom uh, he will be turning. Uh, one years old, actually, I believe a couple days ago was was there. Sorry, two years old. He was uh, was our first franchisee's second birthday. So happy happy birthday, Don! And uh, he's he's now a, uh, a toddler in the franchise world, uh, on his way to being a small child. So it's, it's I love an it. honor to watch him grow up. I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean, it's definitely a, a whirlwind, a whirlwind way to get involved in something that, you know, you really believe in at the end of the day. And now you look at you guys, you guys are in the entrepreneur top 100 new franchises, which I think is a really um, awesome honor that, you know, you guys certainly, um, it shows you guys are on the way to pretty substantial growth. And, you know, I'm really interested to hear a little bit more about the roofing space in general and about why you really think that it's a good investment right now. I'm just you know, I, I think that for those that don't really know that much about the industry, you know, what about it would be attractive to somebody right now coming out of COVID that you think um, really makes it prime for explosive growth? Great. Yeah. So yeah, the roofing industry is uh, is one of those industries that is not sexy. You know, I mean, sure. I think mm-hmm. I think we're pretty sexy. You've, you've, you've seen us. I mean, we got nice legs. Uh, you know, chiseled features. We're beautiful, <laughs> but uh, most people don't view the industry itself as real sexy. And so, but what it is, it may not be sexy to everybody, but what it is, it's a need, right? It's it. We may not be sexy, but we we're, we got good childbirthing hips, right? We're a need, uh, and that's I'm I'm just kidding, ladies. By the way, I, I was just. <laughs> uh, but we're a need. We are a need, a needed service. And so it, you know, the roof, your roof doesn't know whether there's a recession or a pandemic. All it knows is that it's leaking. And so if it's leaking, you know, you've heard the phrase, a roof over your head, right? Well, it, it's a, it, it's a phrase because it's that important and you need a roof over your head. There's, there's a few, I mean, there's, there's basic needs that humans have food, water, shelter. What's what's the third one? Shelter, roof over your head. It's an absolute need. It doesn't matter what happens in the economy. This industry will never go away. Recession, non-recession, it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is that uh, the only thing that could possibly change is that lending restrictions would happen and make it where people are no longer getting loans for their roofs and they have to uh, either settle for uh, repairs or uh, you'll, they'll have to call an audible, you know, you, you go insurance proceeds, whatever it is. But that's really the only thing that's going to change. The need is never going to go away. There will always be a necessary, uh, a need for people that provide a great service. So there's, there's, there's one reason right there where it's a, it's a really cool industry to get into. Number two is you mentioned it earlier. I talked about it. It is such a fragmented industry 
that if you can you can walk into any city in America and you can dominate, you can take market share within a few months with a really solid marketing plan. I mean, heck, who here has heard of McDonald's, right? You've heard of McDonald's. I, I think most, uh-huh. most of us have. So if you're going to open up a cheeseburger stand, I mean, heck, you got, you got Burger King, you got Wendy's, you got Hardee's, you got Five Guys, you got, you got, I mean, there's a million other options. And, and mm-hmm. you, you, there's, it's just a, it's a flooded industry. And, you know, heck, you look, you look at the entrepreneur top, uh, top 500, right? You know, the entrepreneur 500 top franchises, you know, look at, look at most of them. They're all like food based. And I mean, it's like, there's like, there's like a subway on every, you know, every five feet in America. And they, they put uh-huh. them as like number 10 or 12 or something. I mean, come on, entrepreneur, do better. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but th- thanks for the honor, by the way, entrepreneur. I, I am, it is, it is a big honor that we're on the, on your list. I'm not hating on you, but come on. Uh, Get some of those food franchises out of the way because they're they're it's it's dangerous for what's going on. What is what is what is necessary is things like uh, uh, roofing companies that can go out and take you can take market share so fast because it's it's so fragmented. I mean, who's who's standing in your way? You got you got somebody who uses their initials as their you know as their name of the roofing company. You know, JBL Roofing Company. Okay, cool, real original. Or they or they'll take some sort of synonym for top. You know, so the the apex roofing or summit roofing, you know, peak roofing. Like, come on, guys, do better. That's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you can walk into these, you can walk into any market in the country and imagine having the branding that we've got and going into uh, you know any any market in the country and putting on uh, some YouTube ads and some Facebook ads and some television ads, radio ads with the kind of branding that a franchise like like ours can really bring to the table. Man, you can you can just explode in those industries. So that's that's another another reason. And then again, it is pandemic proof, <laughs> which I never thought I'd have to say, but it, you know it is a reality now. We're we're sitting right. in a a pandemic. You know, I sometimes tongue in cheek call it a panicdemic, but that's not nice. And my wife tells me to stop, so I'll stop. That's not a panicdemic. It's a pandemic. I get it. And what what it what that is done is it's forced you know a lot of businesses to have to close. You know, and really solid businesses, good businesses that, you know, uh, you know, there's, there's a, here in Terre Haute, there's a a guy who started a cafe. It's called the Climbing Cafe. You go there, you get really good food, and then you can climb, you know, rock, rock, rock gym. It's really neat. It's a really cool thing. He already looks like a franchise, so I believe he'll be franchising that business as well, which would be really cool because he'll be the only other franchise to come out of uh, the city of Terre Haute so far. Uh, so that'd be, it'd be an honor to watch him do that. But the poor guy had to shut down just because, you know, the, of the pandemic it has nothing to do with his business. His business was booming and I, and I hate it. And, you know, it, it may put him under if he's not capitalized enough. And that's, it's devastating to see what this is doing to the economy and what it's done to poor small business owners out there that have no choice, but to just shutter. And, but, and the bright side of things, silver lining here is we are in an industry that it is pandemic proof, which deemed an essential business by most governments, if not all governments. I haven't seen a single municipality that said it's not. It's essential. And it's something that through technology these days, if it becomes so bad to the point where we can no longer even visit uh, people in their homes, which we, we, we have taken every precaution to ensure that all of our franchisees are providing a safe service for all the homeowners out there 
you know, masks. So we'll have masks with beards, uh, 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 you know, made for them just to have a little bit of extra branding. Uh, if we mm-hmm. win, it becomes becomes mandatory to wear the masks in, in homes. Uh, but, you know, we're being very respectful of homeowners. We're, we're ensuring that uh, we bring tables that are six feet long and you can sit across from one another just in case. Uh, you know, and we're doing them outside if, you know, the roofing presentations and the roofing design consultation are outside if need be. Uh, and, and but we also have, through technology, the, the ability to, if it completely gets shut down at any point, to do remote presentations through, uh, through screen share and through satellite measuring softwares. We have a satellite measuring software service that's integrated through our, uh, a, our um, CRM system that we, we designed in-house uh, with our own programmers called uh, Abe Connect. And it's a, a satellite measuring software that, goes, that integrates right in, inside of that and allows uh, us to measure the roof, get the pitch of the roof, all of that stuff. That way we don't even have to go and, and do anything uh, until the day of the install. The install is all outside. So uh, totally safe environment for, for anybody uh, uh, out there to keep them safe, keep them healthy, and to continue to grow your business as a franchisee. So there's a lot of really great benefits uh, to, the, to the roofing industry. Plus, it's a, really, it's a high ticket item. You know, average average roof in America is anywhere from ten to fifteen thousand dollars. So with just sixty six sales, you can have a million dollar business. Sixty six mm-hmm. transactions, you have a million dollar business. You know how many one dollar cheeseburgers it takes to do a million dollars? I'm no mathematician, but I think it's a million. Yeah. And uh, yeah. think think about this, by the way. You also have to clean the bathrooms at the uh, establishments too. that sell <laughs> one one million one dollar cheeseburgers. So just some food for thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I like, I like the tech spin that you guys had to that at the end there that I think I'm particularly interested in digging into. And I think that that really does set you guys apart a little bit. And I like the idea that you guys have also provided a personality to the brand too. And, and you yourself also do a lend a hand to that as well, um, which I think is really great. And, you know, I think that you know, when it comes to actually getting back into franchise development in general, I guess that my ultimate question for you is, is, you know, have you guys felt things change at all, really, when it comes to COVID in terms of, you know, the overall behavior of the brand in general and mean for your franchisees? You know, what have you guys really had to change um, throughout all of the, in the past couple of months, really, um, that, you know, you think had may actually help the business in the long run. Is there anything that you are leaning on more that you just realized, well, Hey, like we're just more efficient this way at all. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So there's probably, it'd be a threefold uh, deal there. If I, it, you know, could I, could I touch on the franchise development side of things as well? Is that allowed? Please, please do. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So the uh, number one is, uh, you know, through marketing, uh, we have found that, uh, you know, we, we immediately changed our, uh, a lot of our of marketing just instantaneously. Uh, and we, we like to be as nimble as possible. You mentioned our, our brand and our, our uh, kind of caricature that represents our brand. His, his name is actually Michael Krebs, by the way. I'll give him a little plug, a little shout out. He's, our, he's the actor that plays Abraham Lincoln in all of our Honest Abe roofing commercials. He's Michael Krebs. He's a talented actor. He's from Chicago. He's been in a n- number of TV shows, one of which uh, was called uh, Timeless. It was on NBC. He played, obviously, Abraham Lincoln. 
he was in a movie called The Field of Lost Shoes with some uh, name actors in it. And he's been in a bunch of different, uh, played Lincoln in a bunch of different stage plays, uh, national commercials, as well as our own uh, branding. So shout out to him. But uh, we had to be nimble on that because uh, you don't want to come off as insensitive during this time, right? And you don't want to be insensitive uh, during during this time where you have you have people who are who are getting sick, you have people who are terribly afraid of getting sick, and you have now people who are scared of losing their job, of losing their income, and having um, you know some some and maybe having a roofing issue. So imagine having all those things happen happening at once as a consumer and then also having a roofing issue. And so we didn't want to show, you know, our, our typical Abe character is very uh, kind of tongue in cheek. He's very funny, uh, affable and uh, a little goofy, right? And he, he does a lot of goofy stuff. So if you want to check out some of those commercials, you can hit us up on YouTube, just get on there and go to honest Abe roofing on the, on your YouTube and follow us there. And you can see a lot of the, the funny things. See, we, we have, you know, great following probably the most views any roofing company's ever gotten on uh online just due to the fact <laughs> that we, we make some goofy looking commercials but uh you know we had to make sure that we didn't we weren't insensitive to the to the times going on and so we did a very uh we had him come down immediately we stopped all commercials and had him come down and we did a, a real poignant uh it looked like a zoom meeting and he was just basically a very very honestly and and uh, genuinely you know saying, hey, you know, during these tough times, uh, you know, you may be feeling some, some things. Let me share, share my screen. And it was kind of a, it was cute. Uh, my wife loved it, which is always my litmus test. If she likes things that we've come up with, it's usually, I usually uh, feel pretty good about it. Like it's going to be translate well. And it, it, it really did. And I'll get to some of the, what the results were on that in a moment. But, you know, we couldn't show real tongue and cheek stuff and, and being real goofy uh, during a time like this. And then, you know, we, uh, a lot of our locations really stepped up and did some really cool things. And so we had some of our locations that were uh, in donating their time and their vehicles to delivering for Meals on Wheels uh, during these times because, you know, people are, you know, people were either, you know, having economic struggles and, and they, you know, had health problems. They couldn't leave their house. And so, and we knew that there was a, a, an influx of need for things like that, you know, food banks and also Meals on Wheels. And so, uh, a lot of our franchisees stepped up, up to the plate and I'm super proud of them for doing so. And they donated their time uh, and their employees time for uh, things like that. Uh, you know, uh, sponsoring of church services on local uh, broadcasts when, you know, church services were not allowed to go on anymore. We had a lot of franchisees that stepped up to the plate and do that to don to donate their money in order to do this, putting the money where their mouth is. Uh, and so we, we got to, Got to really experience some of that, some of the best in humanity, uh, you know, through through efforts like that. And uh, we also we had several of our uh, locations that you know have in, invested some of their own money into giving free repairs for people who have been furloughed. So if you had uh, if you had you know called some of the locations that were participating, not all the locations participated. This was not a top down you know mandate that we we demanded that our franchisees do but it was uh, really inspiring to see some of them step up and do it and so they offered free roofing uh repairs for people who had been furloughed due, due to COVID-19 and uh they uh, they did so and it cost them money to do so but you know what a, what a great thing to do for the, your community when you have the resources and the ability to do so and you know, I believe all good deeds, you know, there's, there's the old, the old adage, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. 
I believe that that's uh, sometimes true, sure, but uh, you know, I believe that you're going to get whatever you get. Well, you're you're going to get back whatever you put in. And so, if, uh, a lot of our franchisees have really seen the fruits of their labors. And so I said earlier, you know, the, some of the results of uh, this, you know, COVID-19 had been really not a not a huge change in the uh, in the revenue side of the business. We had uh, three franchisees that had record month last month. Uh, wow. which is, which is inspiring. And it's really, it's really neat to see. And it's, uh, you know, it, it, it causes you to, to, you know, look at, at your world and go, is everything going to be okay when something like this first happens? You know, you're always trying to be, you want to be optimistic, but you want to be responsibly optimistic. You don't want to be naive, just putting your head in the sand, like an ostrich, you know, you want to be, you want to be cautiously optimistic about it. And and we were, and we, you know, we use down economic downturns for what they're for. It's it's to basically take market share. You want to advance, let others contract. Yeah. But it, you can; those are all, you know, those are all just, you know, great, you know, axioms until you see, until you see the results. And uh, thankfully, you know, the results have come in pretty pretty good thus far. So, uh, and we're off to another pretty solid month as a whole uh, this month as well. As far as uh, you know. Uh, efficiencies are concerned and changing things up. Uh, yes, it is, you know, it has forced us uh, to really, you know, look at some of the, um, some of the, the pieces of the business that maybe were inefficient. Uh, and, you know, we're not using a remote presentation, uh, design consultation on, you know, on average, it's, we're still doing the in-home kind of thing. There's still, there's still a lot of that going on, but what it did do is it forced us to at least create it. So when, mm-hmm. when time when the time does come where it may it may be the norm, not only because of you know I don't I don't want to say just because of COVID nineteen. If you just look at the world the way it is, you know what's the biggest company in the world right now? Well, I mean the biggest company in the world right now, Amazon. Yeah, biggest company in the world. Yeah, Amazon probably. Yeah, it's Amazon. So if you look at, if you look at consumer behavior, what is what is it what is consumer behavior doing? It's going online. Consumer behavior is going online. So that's, that's forced us to create a lot of, not forced us to, but we, we see the writing on the wall. So it's, we have developed a lot of technology. We, we have, I mean, we're as much a technology company as we are a roofing company here at the franchise or office. And so it's, you know, uh-huh. we have, we have full-time coders, programmers that have uh, built some things that, you know, uh, will, will be unveiled in the next handful of months that, that, uh, that will poise us to go into, you know, uh, the future, whether or not it's COVID-20 or if it's just millennials, ru- you know, ruling the world and changing the way people buy stuff, either, either, or we're going to be ready for. And uh, that it's kind of, you know, it's, it's forced our hand to move a little bit faster on initiatives that maybe we would have not otherwise on the franchise development side of the fence. Uh, I'll tell you, there is nothing, there's really nothing better for franchise development. And, you know, I hate saying that, when there's a crisis going on, but there's no other way to put it, uh, then, then something like this happening. And, and, you know, the same thing happened in 2008, if you, you know, were around in, in the, in the franchise space, then, uh, you, you know, that there was an influx of highly qualified franchisees, the franchise applicants, uh, during 2008, cause they, through no fault of their own, had, you know, their companies, they worked for get shut down or, you know, they worked for Enron, you know, or, the mortgage industry and they just the whole thing just collapsed through open with their own and so you get all these really great you know high-end prospects that 
wouldn't have been out there otherwise, wouldn't have been searching otherwise. So it spurred their own, you know, it forced their own uh, uh, hand to jump into their the franchise world because, you know, they were suddenly without a job. Now they're thinking, well, I don't want to even go back to work at, for this job, even if it comes back. So we're having that same kind of thing here. You know, a lot of really great prospects uh, have come through in the last two or three months. Heck, I, we, we ran a virtual discovery day yesterday. We had five highly qualified participants. I think that's, I think that's wow. pretty uh, remarkable considering the uh, you know conditions we're in. I would agree. I would agree completely. And look, man, I mean, I think that you guys are definitely doing some really awesome stuff. And there's a reason why, you know, the, the publications have an eye on you and why people believe that you guys are the rising star throughout all, the, you know, throughout the roofing space in particular. And I think that you guys definitely, you know, have a lot of really awesome aspirations for franchising in general. And you and I, and, and I certainly have, have learned a lot about the space in general and really where you guys are finding your place and putting your imprint on it. And I think that, you know, with the combination of you guys having that marketing spin to it and actually providing some personality behind the space that, you know, you and I can probably both agree is not the sexiest as you kind of, as you aptly put it. But I think that it's certainly, you know, there, there's certainly a lot um, that people can glean from this in particular. And I'm really happy that we had a chance to have you on. I, I really think that uh, some folks will become a little bit more interested in the roofing space after this, especially because, yes, there is craftsmanship to it, but, yes, you also need to stay outside the house for the most part, and I think that that is a major asset for you guys, and I'm looking forward to seeing your growth. And, you know, where can people go to learn a little bit more about you guys' branch? All right. Yeah, absolutely. You can you can hit us up on our website, which is roofingfranchise.com. We'll keep it easy for you. You can also go to Honest Abe Roofing Franchise, but that's a little harder to type. So just go to roofingfranchise.com. You'll find us there. Uh, you can hit our consumer site, which is honestaberoofing.com. Uh, follow us on YouTube and just, just type in Roofing Franchise on the end of the YouTube uh, search there. You'll find us. Uh, hit us up on, on, on Instagram as well, Roofing Franchise, LinkedIn, Roofing Franchise. And basically just Google Roofing Franchise. You're, you're bound to find us, I promise. Uh, we don't we don't awesome. hide, uh, and uh, we post we post videos uh, daily on our roofing franchise uh, video there, so you can check us out. Uh, that and become a become a fan if you if you liked what you heard today, you'll you'll like what you see there. There's a lot of that. And and folks, just to let you know, I just typed in roofing franchise, and they were the first thing of, they were the first thing on the SEO hit to show up. So the man is not lying. Uh, but thank you guys all yeah. so much for, for joining us once again. And Jason, we really appreciate your time as well. And I think that uh, you, 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 I barely even had to ask any questions because you knew exactly where to go with it. So we had a pro. So I'm uh, really happy that we had you on. And I'm uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, seeing you at a conference very, very soon. Yes, thank you. Uh, you keep up, the, keep up the great work. And uh, by the way, that was also a nice way to say that I talk too much. So I appreciate that. But no, yeah, you you do an you do an awesome job. Well, what you're doing is uh, a necessary service for this industry. So keep it up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys.